all right guys we're back at it this is jolly doriso aka teaching coaching and before we get right into the intermittent fasting 101 podcast i just want to thank you guys for tuning in for listening i hope you appreciate all the content that's coming your way i'm really sticking to this every other day podcast content so i'm keeping things fresh and keeping things you know available for you guys to use for cardio to use for your commutes or just if you like to enjoy content and sit back and listen sometimes as I, as somebody who you know absorbs a lot of content via podcast and audio books, I really you know kind of get a little frustrated when I have you know nothing to listen to and I have nobody that I like to listen to producing any content for me to consume. You know, I really enjoy that on my cardio, enjoy that for my walks, I really enjoy it for my commutes to work every day. So sit back, relax, get comfortable, or start that treadmill up or a Stairmaster, whatever you're doing, and we're going to break down intermittent fasting all the way, starting from the definition and starting from what intermittent fasting is not. So let's get right into it. Intermittent fasting is not a diet of, of any kind. Intermittent fasting is simply a eating schedule, if you will. It's not really a good schedule because it's not really very you know, strategic in certain senses. It depends kind of how you do it, right? So intermittent fasting is basically what you would do is you would stop eating. Let's say you stop eating at 8 p.m. and you wake up in the morning around 6 a.m., right? From there, instead of going right into eating like most people do or some people only eat after like an hour, hour and a half, you would try to extend that fast for four hours plus, right? And this is what we call, you know, the basic intermittent fasting, which is a 16-8. But I'm going to get into versions of the fast later, but I'm just giving you guys the premise of what intermittent fasting is. That's pretty much all it is. And um, that's it. It's not super complex, not super complicated. So the background of where intermittent fasting kind of stems from is our ancestors. And I'm not talking about all the way, all the way, all the way back in the day. You know, just think before refrigerators you know we didn't have food just right on hand all the time right so a lot of times our ancestors either had to wake up and hunt or they had to wake up and farm and if you had to wake up and hunt and farm that took at least what two three two three hours on a good day maybe but besides that four five six hours and maybe over the course of that four or five hours you may have had some berries you may have had a piece of grain some grains some bread or something like that to hold you down but for the most part you fasted you drunk a lot of water you stayed high you stay hydrated you know you worked you worked you worked and you had a nice size lunch you know or decent lunch just to get you through the day until sun went down and then you really feasted for dinner and uh, you know if you had a good day you know and that's pretty much where the background of where it stemmed from where the idea came from so in my personal use, I've lost 25 pounds using intermittent fasting. Um, maybe, well, actually I've really lost more, but I'm talking about strictly intermittent fasting. Before I was counting macros like I do now, um, presently, I started intermittent fasting, I would say I was around 200 pounds, you know, give or take. And I was, when I cut down with intermittent fasting, I was under 180 pounds. So about 25, 20 to 25 pounds of lost weight, just strictly, you know, just intermittent fasting, 16, eight style, 16 hours of fasting, eight hours of eating for the most part. Sometimes I would do longer. Sometimes I would do a little less. And that's just my personal use with it. I've been doing it for over two years now. So just to give you guys a background, like I didn't just read about this. I didn't just hear about this. I got introduced to it uh, by Gregor Gallagher through Kino Body. 
I watched a lot of his videos before I used his program and started working for him. I did intermittent fasting before I tried any of his paid programming. And um, it really helped me a lot. And it's not for everybody, but if it's for you, you can find it very, very beneficial. And it's something that I like to do and I still do. Till this day, I'm not super strict with it. And, you know, that's what I want you guys to take away from this too. You do not have to be super, super, super strict with intermittent fasting. And I'm going to break down the versions of intermittent fasting starting next. So getting into the versions of intermittent fasting, you have a 16-8, which is 16 hours of fasting, 8 hours of eating. You have a 24, 20, not 24, 20-4, 20 hours of fasting, 4 hours of eating window. And then you have a 24-hour fast. And then you have a flexible fast, which is kind of new and I would say becoming popular with like Gregor Gallagher and becoming popular with a lot of new age people who do intermittent fasting. And this is actually the style of intermittent fasting that I do. Um, I'm closer to a 16-8 than anything else, but the flexible version is pretty much what I stick to. So just to break this down, 16 hours of fasting, eight hours, that's, the, that's like the example I gave earlier. If you you know, stopped eating at 8 p.m. and then you woke up and didn't eat again until noon, right? Then there's a 20 hours of fasting and then four hours of eating and then a 24 hour fast. So the 16, 8 and the 20 hours of the 16 hours of fasting and the 20 hours of fasting is pretty much closer to standards. And some people, they would just, you know, if you had a really, really hectic day, you might want to do the 20 hour fast because you're like, oh man, all the food at my job or around my job is crap. And I'd rather just work my tail off all day, drink water, have some tea or coffee, you know, maybe have a diet drink, a diet beverage, zero calories and push through the day. And then when I get home at four o'clock, five o'clock, six o'clock, I just pound down the food for the next four hours and eat all of my calories in that window, which can be hard for some people because if your body needs 3000 calories because you're in a bulk or you're in a cut or whatever it is, if you need 3000 calories or even 2000 calories, that's a lot of calories to eat in four hours and the problem is even in the eight hour window it can be a lot of calories to consume which is why this gets confused with a diet because what will happen is that'll put a lot of people in a caloric deficit right if you don't eat if you're only eating eight or four hours a day or or anywhere in between it gets harder to fit in those calories and if you're eating big meals you might get full and fall asleep before you get hungry again and you might be putting yourself in a deficit pretty much accidentally and this is what happens with a lot of people they don't find themselves as hungry the appetite decreases and you um start eating less so the flexible version of it is is pretty much how i do it i normally stop eating around 6 p.m and then i spend the rest of the night getting work done staying busy cleaning showering up doing what i have to do i'm not focused on food the food is done the food is out of the way and then i wake up get ready for work go to work boom and i grind it out until i'm hungry pretty much and i drink water drink coffee and i'll eat pretty much whenever i get hungry normally it's around 9 10 a.m sometimes it's around 11 a.m sometimes it's noon just pretty much whenever i feel like it and i do the same thing on the weekend i stop eating at six and i'll wake up go to the gym you know maybe i have a little something before the gym or right you know during the gym or right after and i'll just do it flexibly like that and i don't worry too much about the numbers of like oh man did i hit 16 hours did i hit 15 hours did i hit 14 hours i don't really worry about that kind of stuff and i just do it like that so let's get into why it's effective 
It's effective because of what I mentioned before. You can accidentally be put in a caloric deficit and it's effective because you can eat a lot bigger meals. If you're only eating in an eight hour window or four hour window or six hour window or whatever the window size you're eating in, um, that's gonna make it way easier to decrease your calories. Oh, and sorry, I skipped the 24 hour fast. The 24 hour fast is something that a good amount of people do and it seems like most people do it where, like I said, you eat pretty much almost double and then you take a full 24 hours off of eating and that just doesn't sound enjoyable to me. I've heard of some like fitness YouTubers doing it after they do like a 10,000 calorie challenge or a 20,000 calorie challenge. But honestly, I don't really see the purpose of doing a full 24 hour fast. It just sounds pretty miserable for me personally, but hey, maybe it's something you might like, right? So sometimes some people ask me like, do I have to do it every day? You don't have to do anything every day and you definitely don't have to do this every day. Sometimes it's okay if you just like to do intermittent fasting Monday through Friday because it works better with your work schedule, then do that. If you only like to do it on the weekend because you find that if not, you'll overeat because on the weekend you eat pizza and wings and ice cream and stuff like that and you wanna fit it in, your calories and your macros, that's fine, you know, use it and make it work for you if it's something that you wanna do once in a while or if you wanna do it after a cheat day, if you wanna do it after a refeed or after a cheat meal or if you're feeling really bloated or you ate too much, you know, at a dinner or something or a party, you drank too much, you can use it sometimes and just use it sparingly. Now, what about actual health benefits, right? The main health benefit of intermittent fasting that um, is pretty much proven is your HGH can very naturally increase at high levels. Now, this is not because it's magic or anything like that. When you go to sleep, your HGH starts to build and grow at that point. When you wake up, it slows down, but it doesn't stop. The moment you start eating your eating food and consuming calories, your body stops producing HGH for you naturally. So the longer you fast, you know, the, the, the more your HGH increases. And if you, you know, HGH, there's a lot of components to HGH. It's, um, you know, it, it provides a lot of health benefits and that'd be a whole nother podcast, like trying to break down why you would want to increase your HGH. So if you have time, research HGH, you know, you can see why it's banned and, you know, from players from in professional leagues can't take HGH because of all the great benefits and features of taking it. It's almost similar to certain, like, steroid effects in low dosages right so you guys would get that natural hgh increase when i went to get my last checkup my doctor said i had the uh, you know my, my level of hgh is quadruple four times the level of a normal person and that's because i've been intermittent fasting for two and a half years um other health benefits that tend to fall along with it is clearer skin and people believe this is because when you do intermittent fasting your body now is shedding itself naturally of all dead cells including on the interior and exterior surface of your skin on, on, and throughout your body all the cells that are not functioning when your body goes into that starvation mode it begins to clear out all the things that aren't functioning properly it makes room for newer cells and new cell growth and you know increasing your your body's internal production um some people find increased energy i definitely do and I would say fat burn, but research is showing that fat burn is kind of a temporary thing, which is great. Over the long term, it wouldn't be super beneficial, it seems like, because your body um, somehow maybe adapts. So 
um, like on Kino Body programs, it was always interesting to me that he doesn't really want you to do cardio. And I think the reason is because if you do intermittent fasting plus cardio, your body thinks your body doesn't know you're doing this. Your body thinks that there's something wrong. So it's going to start to reserve fat for your fasted cardio and your fasted workouts and actually retain some fat your weight might go down but your body fat percentage might stay the same so that's why you don't need a lot of cardio in general but definitely not if you're intermittent fasting right um the features i went over uh big meals and it works great with flexible dieting because you could fit in a lot of food at once that you really enjoy but as i always say with flexible dieting you know 80 percent of your food should be cleaner you shouldn't just be pounding away pizza just because it fits in your macronutrient range right um are there any cons to intermittent fasting uh, i would say Women need to be a little bit careful when doing it at times with pushing the fast a little too hard because of hormonal issues. If it's adding stress to you personally and it's stressing you out, that can throw your hormones off, which is bad for anybody, but especially for a woman, especially if you're trying to, you know, uh, have a regular, you know, cycle. If you're trying to have kids or whatever the case may be, you definitely don't want to get thrown off. But even for a man, having your hormones off can lower your testosterone and stuff like that. So, like I said, it's not really a direct effect of intermittent fasting, but if it's stressing you out, stress is a big factor uh, for a lot of health issues that goes very underrated. So just keep that in mind. If it's stressing you out and you, it's not really for you, you don't need to force it because you think it's going to help you lose weight. Um, I would say if you do intermittent fasting with a lot of cardio, you risk you run the risk of a lot of muscle loss because um, your body is kind of, once it gets through those fat reserves and those carb, once it gets through the carb reserves and start eating away at the fat, it's going to start eating away at muscle eventually because you're going to be lean and all it's going to have to eat away at is muscle. If you're not pounding away a lot of food, it's, it's got to get the energy from somewhere. So you don't want to lose a lot of muscle overdoing the cardio with intermittent fasting, right? And also just watch out if you have any kind of health deficiencies where you need to eat food every couple of hours. Like um, I have a coworker who's hypoglycemic and, you know, she just, you know, whether it's the truth or not, I don't know much about hypoglycemia, but she always claims that she needs to eat every couple of hours or she could like die. So, you know, if you have something like that going on, I would definitely be aware of intermittent fasting because you don't want to put your body through 16, 15, 20, 24 hours of fasting if it's going to kill you in you know the rare circumstance that you have a disease that doesn't work well with it. So here's pretty much the bottom line. If intermittent fasting is a fit for you, um, if you think it could be a fit for you right now and you've never tried it, I would suggest trying it. You might think like, oh man, I can't do it. If I don't eat for two hours, uh, I get headaches and I get this and I get that. Why don't you try drinking more water? Maybe drinking some tea, drinking some coffee, getting some liquids in instead of just immediately going to food and try that you know you might surprise yourself when i first did it i never thought i could do it i'm like it sounds like very unenjoyable it sounds like something i never want to do but then i tried it and i was like oh this is not bad and then i actually started to feel really good and my skin started to get really clear and i started to see a lot of health benefits and a lot of personal usage benefits from it every single day which is why i have been doing it for two and a half years if i had to choose probably between macro tracking and intermittent fasting I, you know, I'll probably choose to eventually just be an intuitive eater, which is just eat regular um, over both of those. But I'd probably choose the intermittent fasting just because I know 
I'm not going to be so focused on food all the time. The bad thing about when you when you're macro tracking or calorie tracking is that you're always kind of thinking about the next meal or your dinner that night or what if I get invited out I won't be able to enjoy this I won't be able to enjoy that whereas it's kind of the opposite when you do intermittent fasting when you wake up and start your day and you don't know what's going to happen to you or you don't know what to expect you get invited out and it's like wow I didn't even eat yet so if I get invited for a slice of pizza or frozen yogurt or if I get invited to have some ice cream or a piece of cake later in the day it's like okay well I didn't really eat anything today I can fit that in and then I can go home and eat a lot of lean chicken and some rice and some veggies and call it a day so if I had to choose one or the other you know I feel I feel like I'd probably lean towards intermittent fasting but like I said it's kind of it's a personal preference thing and I love flexible dieting I love macro tracking and intermittent fasting pretty much equally for the most part and just the other piece of advice I would have if you're gonna try it is don't be afraid to break your fast early, right? If you decide like, all right, I'm going to do the 16-8 and you say you do the 16-8 for, for, for a month and you're doing great and you're feeling great and you're looking great and you're making progress in the mirror, you're making progress on the scale, you're making progress in the gym and then it's like, oh man, it's one day and you're at the 14th hour and you've been drinking water and you had a coffee and you had tea or you had whatever you like or you had a zero calorie beverage and you're really hungry or your head is hurting you or your stomach is aching. Like, don't be afraid to be like, break it that one day. It's like anything else in life. If you're on track with your diet for 30 days you can't be afraid to have one cheat quote-unquote cheat meal you can't be afraid to have one slice of pizza you can't be afraid to oh it's my birthday have a slice of cake and or have some pasta or have some whatever it is whatever you like and you want to call your dirty foods you can fit it in and not lose any progress and then just go right back to intermittent fasting if you want if it fits and if it's something you like to do right so that's pretty much intermittent fasting in a nutshell if you want any more information you can always hit me up uh email me teaching underscore coaching at outlook.com uh hit me up on instagram in the dm at teaching underscore coaching uh any podcast content you can hit me up there any of those two places or you can hit me up at teaching coaching radio i have somebody who's actually running that page most of the time and it's not me but i'll be the one answering the dms for sure and um, that's really it. I want to thank you guys for your continued support. Um, also, like I said, Kino Body is a great resource for about intermittent fasting. If you go on YouTube and search intermittent fasting 101 or how to start intermittent fasting, you will find a million great videos, including one on my old YouTube channel, Teaching Coaching, where I broke down intermittent fasting as well, if you're more of a visual person. So that's it, guys. If you haven't left the review yet, please, please, please do. We're getting close to that 30 mark that I really want to hit before I give out the eight weeks of online training. I really appreciate every, every message I've been getting, uh, every hit up I've been getting, people telling me that the you know it's a value for them. And I want to keep bringing you guys value. Uh, like I said, the interviews are coming. I'm having some guests coming soon, soon, soon. My schedule is just a little tight right now to fit them in and they're, you know, their schedules are tight as well. I have a lot of projects I'm working on. And that's it, guys. I really, really hope you enjoyed this one. I really hope it brought you some value. And I don't know what the next content video, uh, audio podcast will be as of yet. I have a lot lined up on my calendar. I just don't know which topic I'm going to tackle next. And that's it. Enjoy your night, guys. NBA season is back. I'm excited. I'm ready to watch this game. I don't know who's going to win, but I'm going to enjoy it. Talk to you guys later.